Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Benedict. And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on by trying new things. Today is October 13th, and I am feeling well rested. This is episode number 62, and I'm back to work. Back to work. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, was the, how was the vacation, man? Uh, I think it was the worst vacation of all times. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a couple of days away away from home, doing some hiking and stuff like uh -huh. that. That was nice. Like, the actual vacation part was nice, but it got a little bit chopped up by other stuff. Mm. Um, and I touched on this a little bit uh, in the last episode I was on um, with the, the band website thing. That, yeah. yeah. Well, ate away a lot of, like, the first part of the vacation before before actually leaving and literally the day i got back like we got back in the morning um and in the afternoon I was already working on that website again mm. and uh yeah it was a lot of work like two two intense days to to make the deadline and uh it, it's it's live by now but it was it was a struggle, mm. <laughs> so that didn't really that didn't really help with um, well all the relaxing all the relaxation I got in my actual time away was basically destroyed oh, within three days. <laughs> yeah, what um, what's the what's the short term and medium term plan for that? Here? Um, well, the short term, like now that it's done. Mm -hmm. it's not like there's not not much else i need to do um mm -hmm. there's some small fixes that i'll probably do this week but this was the majority of the work now it's probably good for the next year or two <laughs> until they release something else yeah and i'll have to really think hard about if i want to do this again yeah. um i have a feeling that it's not worth my time and energy yeah <laughs> at least not in this setup um yeah, maybe I can ask a designer to not provide Photoshop files. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like instead do it in Sketch or whatever, right. because I feel like that aligns so much better with what a browser can do and what you can do in Photoshop are yeah. two different things. Totally different things, yeah. And I kind of like in a way I like the challenge of like still making it work, but like that's no fun on a on a tight schedule and with a looming deadline um so yeah i was i was cursing a lot <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh man is there yeah um i mean what what part of you is like i just need to i need to offload this right now like before before a year comes up before they need any different any else any other changes i mean completely handing the the account and the whole thing off what's uh i don't think it makes a lot of sense yeah. now that it's done like it's basically smooth sailing until the next yeah. major redesign because like now they're just entering data and then yeah. uh, managing the website so that's is, not a big problem on, and this is hosted on your cms or they, yeah uh, this is hosted on on my cms is there is there any part of you that would be open to selling your cms to somebody like in mega maker or anywhere else doesn't make a lot of sense like 
I don't think they'd be paying enough to <laughs> mm-hmm. to make this uh, work out. Um, I just let let it run, and the next time they want to redesign, I as I said, like I think I w- will think really long and hard about it. And right now, I'm leaning towards telling them, "Yeah, um, I can't do this anymore. Please look for someone else." And they will probably also bring down WordPress or whatever, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, build something else somewhere else without me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes see that. I I'm like I think my. How many how many bands are you hosting on your CMS right now? Uh, right now it's uh, four, but only three are paying. Okay. Um. So yeah. Okay. So you just you feel like there's not there's not enough there to to sell. No, like it's making it's making money, but it's basically basically paying for servers and stuff. Okay. Like that. Gotcha. Okay. So. Um, and honestly, yeah, I could probably spend some time to move it to cheaper infrastructure. Right, right mm-hmm. now, it's on 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 Fastly and uh, Heroku, which are okay. both great services, but also not super cheap. Yeah. Um, but then again, like, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah, they, no, I... the, the MRR isn't big enough to make meaningful profits, even if I host it for free. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's just it just keeps running okay cool what what else um yeah so uh the vacation itself as i said was nice we did a lot of hiking uh the weather was like the first two days were rainy like i think we spent the entire first day at home uh watching tv <laughs> luckily there was a 24 hour race uh at Nürburgring <laughs> that weekend, so <laughs> turn on the TV and just watch cars going around in a big circle. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, but like, yeah, it, it was really pouring down that day. Um, but the other days, um, we we did a lot of hiking, um, which was nice. Interestingly, like there were a lot of people around, which in retrospect, I mean, yeah, like a lot of people who usually travel outside of Germany for vacation. And now traveling there, including right. us. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty it was pretty crowded. And what really surprised me was that nobody was wearing masks. Um oh, really. I mean I kinda get it. Like when you're out in the in the woods and you're yeah. alone, then of course yeah, it's kind of stupid. But like Outdoors. in the in the in the hotspots, like uh, where like the landmarks are and all everyone's coming there and like walking narrow mm-hmm. um uh, on narrow pass or that that bridge and stuff like that nobody was wearing masks and yes it's outside and yes it was windy so that like yeah yeah well, chances are low relatively but low risk r- relatively low risk but a little bit. then again i mean there are people from everywhere like from yeah. all parts of germany as well as several parts of europe just yeah. going there meeting in one place like the the likelihood to meet someone who's uh, who's currently having it without knowing are relatively high, I guess. <laughs> so that was a little bit surprising, but uh, I mean, so far, I'm not sick. I don't feel I yeah. I don't feel the need yeah, to no. get tested, so it's probably fine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's outdoors. The wind is blowing. 
it's low yeah. it's low yeah. risk but still i mean when you're in a crowded spot you might as well take a very simple safety precaution yeah and that's that's exactly the thing like it's super simple like this it doesn't hurt it doesn't it costs a lot just put that thing on and yeah. you're you're yeah. good <laughs> yeah so yeah um that part was nice um we had our 10 year anniversary during that time which was also right. which was also nice um congrats Thank you. I had a nice uh, had a nice day and uh, had a nice dinner, and then I had a nice surprise because user list was down oh. that night. <laughs> so um, we were out in um, doing some hiking early this morning. I got a notification that something something uh, like some queues were backed up, um, and usually that uh, that that like that notification pops up from time to time. And usually within like 10 or so minutes, the second notification comes in where it's like, yeah, everything's fine. Uh, but what I didn't realize that morning was the second notification never arrived because I was out in the woods. So there was a, all of our queues were basically backing up the entire day until that point late in the evening, like 11 p.m. or so, where I suddenly get a notification that the read this database server is out of memory and i'm like what oh, wow. <laughs> so open up the computer and then realize that our queues were like really backed up um and stuff were basically like you sent data in it took like three hours for the servers to process it and stuff like that so i spent the rest of that night uh trying to fix that and just like scaling up servers so they could process yeah. that data and then figure out what's going on and where's the data coming from mm -hmm. and, uh, basically optimizing stuff and i think i went to bed at 4 a.m or something like that oh when gosh. things were like <laughs> oh my i mean God. it's still it was still happening like it was still a little bit of a problem but at least it wasn't backing up that much anymore so we were able to like process all the incoming data in like 30 minutes or so and uh, yeah, next day I also found out what was causing it because I, I at the, like that night I was I had no clue what was going on because I definitely didn't change anything. And at the last deploy was like ten days ago or something like that, so mm -hmm. I was pretty sure it wasn't something I broke. Um, but it turned out one of our customers. Um, improved the way they sent their data and made it much more efficient on their side. So instead of sending, uh, I think they send like 5,000 or so data sets, instead of sending them over 30 minutes or so or an hour, they send it within minutes. Okay. <laughs> and that just like wow. <laughs> screwed everything up. And I don't play them. It's totally fine. I, we, don't, we don't have rate limits right now. Um, in a way, especially for this reason, because I wanted to know where and how the system will break. Now I know. Now you know. And um, honestly, yeah. it, it took me until this week. Like I, I spent some time yesterday on this and some time today to actually figure out a solution. And it looks like I might be onto something, but I'm also asking them uh, to, well, to rate limit themselves a little bit and not mm -hmm. send us that much data in, in, in a short period of time. So I looked at competitors and even they don't support the rate 
that yeah, we are accepting data right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. so I figure it's only it would be fair. okay to fair. to ask them to scale yeah. it down a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. Um, wow. Well, yeah. Let me. So real quick on that, is it that did did you lose any data at all? Like any any um, data that any userless customer was sending up was just in a really long queue, or do you think that you may have lost some actions? I'm pretty sure we didn't lose much because like until the point where the database started failing, um, we were just accepting everything and okay. storing it yeah. in the database. Yes. Right. Um, and like one of the first things I did was just, just upgrade the database to the next year. So there's a little more room in there. Um, and at that point, like, I mean, maybe, maybe it was down for like 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, where it wasn't accepting data because it was literally broken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but after that, we we um, we were we continued processing data and mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But like things were slow on that day. Yeah. And um, there, like until earlier today, things could take up to fifteen minutes uh, for the data to be processed, um, which is okay for most things but like one of our other customers was complaining they they were sending an event in and expecting a in-app message to pop up shortly afterwards and that yeah, right that yeah. didn't happen so that was a problem but it looks like by now I, I was able to move things around and like process some queues in a different way and break out additional workers and stuff like that so now at least the critical stuff is processed much much faster and then the stuff that I know is that I know is uh, slow and takes some time, like reevaluating all the segments for for updated users. That part is still slow, but I mean, there's only so much I can do about it. Yeah. Um, and I guess in that case, it's fair to not be like super real time because we don't have. There's basically no guarantee about once the user matches a condition, like how long does it take for them to actually join that segment sure as fast as possible but mm -hmm. yeah i guess five or ten minutes is probably fine in that case yeah so yeah um fun times <laughs> yeah dude that that's brutal yeah uh that wasn't oh, but i mean i well i said it before like something will probably happen and of course it did <laughs> just wish it wouldn't be on our anniversary um yeah. <laughs> but yeah so do you, do you feel like um i mean it, you 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 said there are still a couple of things that are a little bit slow but i mean do you feel like it's pretty much for now solved or are you going to continue to work on it this week or uh, i work on it a little bit more this week um I'm thinking about like just adding rate limiting now to the to the API uh, to make yeah. sure that like at least on a per customer yeah. basis things don't go out 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 of hand. Yeah. So that's something I look into, and I have a suspicion that once that is in place, like everything else, we just like not be as bursty anymore and not like mm -hmm. not have spikes anymore, and that will probably also help with the with the, the slow queue because then it doesn't fill up that fast so it overall is smoother like the curve is way smoother and uh, it, things gets uh, get processed faster um yeah we'll see i mean we'll definitely spend some more days on this uh this week uh just to make sure it's good enough 
um, good enough of a fix for for at least a while. Yeah. Sorry about the timing on that, dude. <sighs> yeah, nothing, nothing I could do about that. <laughs> well, what uh, what else is happening over in userless land? Yeah, uh, Jane was super busy over the last couple of weeks. Um, she was handling basically everything while I was away, like all the customer support or, or most of the customer support and uh, still working on the marketing stuff. Um, she did a uh, one of our happy hours alone without me. <laughs> so she's really, really putting in the work while I was away. Um, and one of the things she launched uh, today actually was um, the... The user onboarding guide we wrote for mm -hmm. SEO purposes, um, and I think we're going to link to it. Well, for one to to show everyone the the, the guide, but also to get yeah. a backlink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, so that's that's done or mostly done at least for now. I mean, still room for improvement as always, but um, yeah, uh, she's also been working on a podcast. Um, Specifically, um, well, one of the suggestions by by Asia uh, was to to um, make us more of, uh, recognized experts in the field, especially like for now the focus is on make us be recognized as onboarding experts. And one of her ideas was to to do a podcast on the topic, uh, but we felt like user list is more than just just onboarding, so we didn't want to do okay. a show that's just about onboarding. But we are now launching a show that that's in seasons, and the first season will be will be about onboarding. And uh, nice. James been super busy recording interviews with experts of the um, on the topic. I think there's like eight or nine episodes planned, and I think most of them are recorded. And we got a a VA actually the the VA she's been using for for her own podcast for a while, and brought her on. Uh, on the userless team, so to say, and she's writing recaps, and uh, I think we're doing transcriptions and stuff like that. Um, and we got a really nice logo and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm really excited. It will be, I think, it will be another two weeks or so before we launch it. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's an exciting thing. That's a really that's a really smart way to do that too. Um, to be to do a season that's super focused on a particular topic and be able to take some time off probably between the, till the next season you know maybe maybe not but um it just it fe it feels like that's a much more that's uh, a lower risk way for user list to say yes let's do this thing and you're not signing yourself up for just this infinite perpetual you know week after week after week of okay what topic are we going to talk about them now who, who are we going to get like, well, no, yeah. we'll, we'll do eight episodes on onboarding. We'll do eight episodes on effective emails. We'll do eight episodes on, you know, so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, that was the idea. We, like, we were super careful. And that's one of the reasons why we didn't do the podcast or a podcast before this. We didn't want to, like, just create additional work for each, uh, right. uh, each yes. of us. Totally. Especially as Jane has uh, the UI Breakfast podcast. Uh -huh. uh, we, we We are doing this one. So it's not like we're not already recording an episode per week and just like yeah. adding on on top of that yeah. is probably not a good idea. And um, at least this way, it's like a focused sprint, I guess, uh, of mm -hmm. putting out content and then yeah, yeah should be should For be sure. good. What's the what's it called? Um, 
I'm not sure if I'm allowed to share that yet. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. No oh, maybe I, I think she tweeted about it. It's called uh, Better Done Than Perfect. Um, yes, okay, that sounds familiar. So I think she did tweet yeah. it. <laughs> and I think she also tweeted the the, the logo. Uh, she got someone on Fiverr to do some hand lettering and looks really nice and cool. probably will make for some nice nice T-shirts and mugs and what whatever. Yeah. Um, so this will be uh, exciting. Yeah, um, I'm excited to can't wait to hear all that yeah uh, i'll definitely let you know once once it's launched um on the other hand um asia's uh, gig with us the three-month gig uh, wrapped mm -hmm. up last week um and in retrospect like it was worth it like it was super expensive but i think it was worth it because it put us in a different like in a higher gear in terms of our marketing efforts nice yeah um her but her guidance was helpful um, and also just having her on asking for stuff like um, mm. I need a landing page. I need, uh, I need this. I need that. Yeah, some accountability really things moving. Yeah. Put some pressure yep. on us to quickly deliver on those things that otherwise might've fallen off uh, mm -hmm. at some point or well, get neglected. And this allowed us to really build up a good framework, especially on the website where Jane's not able to crank out landing pages super fast and stuff like that. Um, Ada did a lot of interviews. I think I mentioned that uh, yep. previously. So we learned a lot of things about what people like about the project, product, who is our perfect customer, or at least right now is the best fit and stuff like that. Uh, she also set up a lot of paid advertising. Uh, the results on that are, well... In terms of traffic, it's okay. We we, uh -huh. we definitely increase traffic in terms of signups and um, and trials. Not super exciting, to be honest. Okay. So we got only got a handful. Um, were and were those on? Um, you were advertising on Facebook as well. Yeah, right? we did. We did um, Facebook retargeting as well as Facebook lookalike audiences and yep. uh, Google search ads. Anything um, on LinkedIn? So we didn't do LinkedIn, uh, at least not yet. Um, the thing we are trying out right now in the in the process of try trying out is Captera. So we now have yeah. a profile on Captera. Yeah. And we're probably starting a paid campaign on there uh, in the next couple of days, I guess. Uh, I think the only thing blocking us is like uh, getting a landing page up and uh, the tracking pixel into... <laughs> into the signup flow, but then we are going to give this a try. Um, I, I, talked like, to, I talked to Captera for Headlamp, mm -hmm. and I, I remember it being somewhat spendy. It's kind of expensive. Uh, yeah, like I think the minimum bid is like $2 mm -hmm. on their, yeah, on their well, thing. I, um, but that basically like, yeah, you're way down in the list. Be like um, number 80. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um and um yeah, when when you want to be t number 1 then it gets really expensive. But apparently at least they say and that's also what Asia said is like their their conversion rate is above average, so yeah, um, even though it's rate. more expensive, people are more likely to convert. Yeah. And I mean, we're just guessing at this point and, and yeah. giving it a try and see like Give it a try. maybe this works. If it doesn't work, we can we can always turn it off. 
Yeah. Um, but if it works as advertised, then it would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, but as I said, like um, uh, trials weren't great. And also um, we had a call with Aina last week about our metrics in general. He's not happy with our metrics and we are not happy with our metrics because it's not growing fast enough. Got it. And his thesis was that we have an activation problem um, because of our churn, like most of the churn is either like after a month or two. And um, it's mostly people who are, yeah, not activated. They, they don't, don't get value from the product or not sending enough stuff or not sending out emails or whatever. So we are looking into ways to work on that next. Um, um, and uh, yeah, we're still, we're still trying to figure out what to do. But one of the ideas he had was like do some concierge setup thing where mm -hmm. we basically get, get on calls with people and, um, well, do everything for them jump into the yeah. code, uh, write, write their onboarding messages and stuff like that. So we're going to give this a try, not exactly to get a lot of customers from that because uh, I think it doesn't scale well enough for that, but uh, to learn what problems people have and where are the pitfalls yeah. and what makes integration hard and stuff like that. Basically experience it firsthand and then use that learning to improve um, either our documentation or build more libraries, um, stuff like that, um, right. and hopefully improve activation that way. Or maybe like maybe we f find out something else that we didn't think about yet, uh, what, what's stopping people from, from getting yeah. used from this. Yeah. We've, I feel like we've talked about that here, and you guys do. You, you have an existing email that goes out and says... Yeah. Let us know. Let us get on that. So what's the what's going yeah. to be different this time to um yeah, we have an email like that in the in the sign up flow or in the in the onboarding flow, but nobody really takes us up on that. So the mm -hmm. current idea is we are going going to do a paid advertising campaign for a fixed price setup gig um that we'll um drive traffic to to and then see if people take us up on that um yeah we'll see maybe it doesn't work but if it does uh, it's probably a good way to learn a little bit about yeah yeah surely hopefully some people will take you up on it and you learn some stuff yeah we'll see i mean probably doing that next week i uh, still have to figure out a few things um for example like uh probably doing, doing Stripe checkout for the initial setup fee or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, build a landing page and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's basically what's going on right now. Uh, lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of plates spinning over there. Yeah, yeah, definitely way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What's what's up with you? Uh I, I listened to two exciting episodes uh uh of the podcast without me. So that was that was nice. Good job on that. Thanks. Uh no, it was those were two those were two fun two fun episodes with Justin and Richard. Uh it was good to finally have Richard's voice here. I I mentioned I mentioned him a fair amount. 
um, it was a uh, that was a really helpful conversation. Um, I think just kind of thinking through, you know, where does headlamp uh, stand right now? What um, what are the kind of underlying problems and possible places that that I can take it? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, while I'm thinking through all that stuff, so some big. I think some semi-interesting, exciting news here for me is um, on a recent recent episode of Full Stack Radio, Jack McDade and Adam Wadham were talking about, um, you know, I I wish that there were a friendly, you know, trademark defense service. Um, Hmm. So somebody spends, you know, tailwindtemplates.com or whatever, and Adam has to track them down. And it's super annoying because for him because it's somebody in the community and you don't want to, you know, he doesn't want to come across as rude and also just doesn't want to have to deal with it. You know, uh, similar thing for, for Jack, um, with Statomic, you know, somebody spins up, you know, Statomic design shop.com. You're like, Hey, you, you can't, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> it makes it look like it's our design shop. And so, um, uh, Jack, you know, tweeted something about, I had listened to to bits of that and then Jack tweeted something, you know, like, Hey, I've got this idea. Um, if you're interested, hit me up. So, uh, so I did. And we had a handful of conversations kind of back and forth, you know, what would, what would it look like? What would, what would you kind of want out of it, Jack? Um, here's where I am at. I've got, you know, client work and I've got this uh, product that I'm working on. Um, but I definitely feel like I need another experiment or two you know, to see what's going to, what's going to stick. So we bounce a couple things back and forth just in terms of conversation. He threw a design over my way. And so, um, you can go to brandpatrol.co, And the, the basic idea is for businesses like Tailwind and Statomic and hopefully Laravel, Vue.js, et cetera. Um, people who need to defend their trademark. Uh, this is a white glove service where, you know, a company can sign up. Um, when you see something show up that, that, uh, infringes upon your trademark, um, fill out a ticket, you'll get X number per month, probably something between three and five and brand patrol will completely handle, uh, all of the communication, um, working with them to rename or take down the product. Uh, and so feels like, um, there's, I, I can just already see so many ways to like productize the, the service part of it. Um, why well, I still make it like white glove, you know, uh, sense of like high touch, not some, you know, shady, just DMCA takedown service. Those exist. Um, but that's just like you know, beat you over the head with, you know, legalese and, and threats and things. And, uh, and so this is like sim- uh, uh, approaching a similar problem, just up market a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, got a, I've got a, yeah, well, that's, that's, I'll got a couple of, uh, emails going with, with potential first customers, um, at 500 bucks a month. um, and yeah, we'll see, we'll see what sort of, 
what sort of early traction I can I can pick up on this thing. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so is it? Um, are you going to do this as a uh, basically manual service to get started? At first, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, Jack and Adam are just sending me like bunch a bunch of examples of different emails, conversations, threads. Um, this is what's worked. This is what doesn't work. Um, here's some, you know, and I'll, I'll build swipe files out of all of those, uh, write some additional emails myself, obviously. Um, and just try to build up a library to make that back and forth as, you know, low, uh, friction, um, on the service side as possible, you know? Um, so that's what, and yeah. The the price is value validated with at least the two of them, with the two of them. Yeah, we're like we'll we'll be your first customers. <laughs> um, so that I and gosh, it just feels like we'll we'll see if what sort of traction it gets. But you know, there's the five hundred dollar a month. It's pretty easy to imagine the one the one forty nine and the nine ninety nine um, versions of it. So we'll start here, see if we can build it up to a you know a couple thousand, and then uh, yeah, see where it see where it lands. But I'm definitely I mentioned this in the in the episode with Richard. You know, I'm definitely feeling the tension between um, knowing that I need to try a lot of things to find what's going to stick, and you know not having enough time and resources to to try everything that's in my mind um, <laughs> give every idea a fair chance to succeed you know yeah yeah um, that's that's something that i struggle a lot with as well like i admire those people who are able to just like launch a different thing every other month or something like that mm -hmm. um because I'm not built that way, I can't. I, I can only focus on one thing at a time. I feel like, um, but yeah. I mean, sounds like at, at, you have at least two. If you have at least two yeah. paying customers, then it's a, a, lo a lot more MRR than Headlamp has right now. So. By, by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like a, a good place to start. Um, and mm -hmm. I think I have. I, I know at least one other person that. Might be a customer. Might be interested in becoming a customer. <laughs> well, please make it, make an intro. Um, I I think there's there's also a, a a part of this that it feels like it feels like a smarter you know rub walling stair step thing. Like it feels like this is a better step to find to find a high price point service that i can then productize it's going to be a lot easier to get to 5000 mrr if you know the price at 500 a month is validated if it doesn't take 40 hours a week per customer which i don't think it will i mean it'll take a lot early on which i'm completely okay with um it just yeah it has it has those you know characteristics about it that seems like if if i'm going to build something that consists that is sustainable allows me to wind down client work even more it's probably something at a 500 price point and not you know eight dollars nine dollars a seat 
that's that's a long road. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah. I, I I'm already uh, thinking about ways to continue continue this uh, um, and, and what what you could do or could couldn't do or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for you. N- new thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited about it. I am I am very excited to work on it. Uh, my only truly like my only. The only hesitation on it is, oh gosh, am I like, am I splitting too much of my focus? Um, but I just really, I don't, I don't think it's a bad decision. I think it's okay. Yeah. Headlamp is definitely not, you know, taking off by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. Um, it's not dead. There's no reason to kill it. There's no reason to, you know, do anything to it other than, okay, buddy, we're going to sit you over here for just a second going to work on this other thing uh let's see how this goes like that should i should should actually be doing more of that i think not less so yeah um, given my given the stage i'm at here yeah the only thing i'm wondering with uh with uh, brand patrollers i mean you know two people who are interested in buying this and yep i have an idea for one one more maybe um but who else is a potential customer? Yeah. So my the first, um, well, Jack and Adam are going to make a couple of intros to other people that they think would be interested mm-hmm. in it. Um, and so we'll see, you know, how how much traction just word of mouth gets for not not word of mouth, but uh, but referrals. The thing that I was thinking, I'm curious what you think, is to get a builtwith.com subscription. And go to find frameworks, JS libraries, and kind of go through that to find, you know, those those companies, those uh, yeah, those companies that are still probably less than twenty employees, but they're they're a legit company now, um, with a community, a developer community that is building spinoff tools from their successful library. That's mm-hmm. my that's my customer. Mm-hmm. That's my customer. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I'm wondering. It sounds like like SEO or something like that probably doesn't work for this, but no, cold outreach might work. Yep, cold outreach at five hundred dollars per account. It will, I I think I can work at that scale. Yeah, at least especially if it's per month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You probably like to get started. You you don't need anything but a, a spreadsheet, nope. I guess. <laughs> yeah, a spreadsheet, yeah, and if I you want to get uh, get advanced, yeah. you get blue tick or something like else like that for like <laughs> your, the automated yeah. campaigns. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I've got the uh, the Stripe checkout is all ready to go. Send me an email. Send a couple emails back and forth. Uh, send you send the customer the link they go fill out their credit card info and we're we're off and running um and i'll use yeah an air table base to, yeah to it for now and yeah. then eventually build a, a a client dashboard so that they can watch the watch status but for now don't need any of that yeah yeah absolutely to get, to get tested and going and probably down the road you can prob- probably do like something that just finds those infringements yeah, and exactly. 
sends them an email of, hey, here's what we found last week. <laughs> Please right. tell us which of them to which, hunt down. <laughs> which of these do you want? Yeah. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, new thing to try, uh, see how yeah. it goes. That's that's what's that's what's happening with me. I'll uh I'll let you know how it goes. We were um Friday and Monday we were in Arches National Park um out in Utah. Mm-hmm. And so uh <laughs> I I spent a fair amount of time in my hammock <laughs> thinking about <laughs> uh thinking about this. Um and yeah, it's it I it, there's no shortage of ideas uh, for me on what what this could be and how it could be both high you know uh high service like upmarket service and an an automated thing that doesn't take you know gobs and gobs of time um for me to run so it feels like it feels like an exciting experiment to try mm-hmm. yeah um let's see how it goes uh keep us posted i guess <laughs> i i will send me that send me that intro or let's talk offline here in just a second so yeah <laughs> absolutely all right that's it for me anything else no that's it for me as well dude great great talking again yeah good, good to, to be back, back. <laughs> all right see you next okay, week see you next week bye <laughs>